Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Well, hello and welcome. Aren't you lucky to have stumbled across this fabulous podcast? My name is Sally, and this is Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Even though, actually, I feel a little bit more like Big Steve today. I've, uh, oh, I don't even know where to start. I caught something, uh, well, I know what it is, it's tonsillitis, off of my son. Even though he hasn't caught tonsillitis, he's caught an ear infection and a chest infection from nursery, which has given me tonsillitis and then given my husband like a massive chest infection um, and a head cold. So we are all on antibiotics in this house and I have been in bed for three days, which is the longest I've actually been in bed since um, since I had a C-section. <laughs> so it's been brutal, like <laughs> really brutal. I have had tonsillitis now twice in the last year and that's the first time in 20 years I've had it. And I don't ever remember it being this bad. I mean, this is bad, bad, bad. I mean, seriously, to the point where... I'm a 44-year-old woman lying in bed crying with a fucking bubble hat on. I mean, that's how bad it was. <laughs> so my glands were so swollen that on my right-hand side, they were just hanging like, like a bit like sloth from the Goonies, sort of like hanging out on the right-hand side, pushing my tonsils into my ear canal, which was just giving me a pounding headache. But I'm out of bed today. I'm out of bed today. I've had a shower. I've put a bit of makeup on. Uh, <clears throat> I've made myself feel a bit better. Um, I can swallow finally. So I've had some food, which is great because, my God, it was so bad that every time, even when I was trying to sip hot drinks and just keep myself hydrated, every time I was drinking, it just felt like somebody was cutting the back of my throat with a razor blade. I mean, that is a pretty graphic description, but that's how bad it's been. It's been really bad. And I, I mean, yeah, I did. You know what? I did have tonsillitis as a kid, but... What was really, I had glandular fever when I was about 16, 17, I had glandular fever. Now that was horrendous. I think that went on for about six to eight weeks, you know, that wasn't good at all. But anyway, look at me reliving my youth. Clearly not. I mean, good God. I think I was, I've slept on Roman's floor for a, a, the whole of last week because he started to get sick before us. And then I could feel it creeping up on myself. And like we do, we're like, I can't afford to be sick. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be sick. And you sort of try and fight it, don't you? Like, no, 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 I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And um, I got my toothbrush and pushed my tongue down and looked in the mirror in the bathroom and just saw this like mass of yellow. I was like, oh, shit got tonsillitis so I went to the doctors and yeah he was like oh gosh yes let's get that cleared up and the only way you can do it is antibiotics so I'm taking a probiotic 
because listen I totally get the antibiotics and the gut um you know health so uh yeah fingers well I know for a fact I'm feeling better now but I it, it's the middle of the night at the moment so uh I've slept so much that I'm buzzing so I thought do you know what? I'm gonna do an episode because I just not I feel like I've not done a podcast episode for ages because I've just not been right I've not been very well and everybody's in bed they're all looked after they're all weed and poo <laughs> everybody's weed and pooed dogs are all weed of oh, dogs are weed listen to this this is fucking hilarious right so husband's in bed sweating um Roman's is asleep, bless him. I can see him. I've got his camera on him now. And then Honey and Milo, the Jack Russells, I've just said, right, come on, guys, out for a wee. Now, I I mean, my dogs, I've had both of them since they were four weeks old. There's like 18 months between the two of them, okay? And they're old now. And I talk about this a lot on my episodes. But if you're a pet lover, you'll, you'll get it. And I'm sure you'll appreciate it as well. Um, we've recently found out that Milo's going blind. He's got cataracts, uh, but he can still live a very healthy life, which is great. But Honey, uh, we I don't know. We think Honey's kind of got a bit of dementia or she's just getting a bit forgetful or I don't really know what's going on with Honey. I, I don't. Like tonight, I've just let her out the back door. Go for a wee, Honey. It is pissing it down. It's about 11 o'clock at night, right? So it's pitch black. It's shitty weather. It's the middle of November. And um, Milo's come straight back in. Bearing in mind, he's the one who can't see very well. So he's managed to get himself back in and he's gone to bed with his biscuit. And I'm, I mean, I'm outside in the pitch black going, honey, honey. And, you know, not wanting to like piss the neighbours off or anything. And, <clears throat> you know, we all do this going, honey. Um, I, sh- I was like, where the fuck is she? I've not got a torch or anything. And it's absolutely torrential. Um, and I came in to make sure Milo is in bed. And I look. <laughs> at the patio window (laughs) and she stood the other side of the door on the patio the back door's wide open and I actually looked at her and went I was actually like like she's a small human like started to direct her around with my finger and I was going go round the house the back door's open (laughs) she's just sat there looking at me she's soaked she's absolutely soaked so I ended up having to go out because I couldn't find the keys to the, the patio doors. And I was like, ran around the side of the house. I was like, mate, what are you doing? She's like, oh, it's the door. I'll come, I'll come with you then. Oh, bless her. So I've just had the towel dryer off and put her to bed and put the heating on. And luckily, uh, they're big. They've got this lovely big cocoon bed, which they it's right near the radiator. So it keeps them both warm. But yeah, that's not honey. She's uh, she's getting a little bit forgetful. She's uh, she's had a few trips as well and a few falls where if she goes to sleep on her arms, her arms. <laughs> Excuse me. We call them her arms, but obviously they are her front legs. I understand that. Okay. Um, they can sometimes go a little bit. They're like her, her, her legs can go to sleep a little bit as well. So if she sort of gets up suddenly they you know when you get pins and needles and you just fall over yeah that's what happens to hun she sort of stands up and then sort of like she can crack a nut on the floor and everything so bless her she's doing well though she's doing really well she just (laughs) gets to come back in the house after she's been for a piss I actually feel for her. But everybody's getting better though which is a good thing we're all on the mend because it has been quite a rough week and 
Oh my God, I sweated so much in my bed the other day. So I went to bed like with, I don't know if you ever do this, but when you feel sick and you've got the shakes, like put as many layers on as you can do. So I had like a vest on, knickers, I had my tracksuit bottoms, big socks on, massive hoodie, uh, an actual bobble hat on. And then was sweating. So I started stripping off to literally nothing and it was still sweating. And then woke up in what felt like a wet patch of my own piss. But it wasn't, it was just the fact that it was my own sweat. So I was like, oh, this is disgusting strip this bed stripped it hot washed it oh yeah dried it ironed it put it all back on now my husband's caught the bloody lurgy and he's upstairs sweating in my bed at the moment and quite frankly i think the man's sweat is worse than woman's sweat so i may have to sheep dip <laughs> sheep dip the sheets after this lot because <laughs> because it's going to be toxic i'm telling you it's going to be toxic but as long as he gets better because quite frankly men when they're sick and i'm sorry i'm not slagging off men because i love men all right i absolutely love men i'm not all men don't get me wrong but you know obviously love my husband um uh, they are so much worse than women when they are ill now when i'm sick nobody looks after me no one. I have to come downstairs and get myself a drink. Nobody pops their head through the door and says, Sally, hi. Sally, Sally, would you like a lamb sip? Oh, do you want me to get you another drink? Do you want a hot Vimto? Sally, would you like me to put some Vicks on your chest? Sally, you okay? Do you want a bedpan? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, actually, do you know what? I just thought about that. I really would not want a bedpan. Seriously, think about this right now. Bedpan. <laughs> bed a bed <laughs> you're gonna pee in a pan in the middle of the night and then stick it under your bed or even worse take a poo you're gonna take a poo in a pan in the middle of the night and stick it under your bed till the morning <laughs> I mean, fucking hell that must be worse than forgetting to take a shitty nappy out of the room <laughs> hell would want a bedpan i mean how did people cope with a bedpan especially if you're sleeping with your other half in the middle of the night what are you doing i'm just using the pan <laughs> make sure you stick it under the bed love <laughs> once you've finished <laughs> i have no idea how i've gotten to this subject i'd like to apologize but clearly like a sad bitch that i am i've cracked myself up <laughs> anyway what i was trying to say was when I'm sick, nobody looks after me. Um, and I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not getting the fucking violins out here. Yeah, I'm having a bit of a sob, so that's fine. It, it's done. I'll get over it very quickly. But when everybody else is sick in the house, I am literally like, what do you want? Do let me get you this, do let me get you that. And I look after absolutely everybody. But yeah, I've, uh, I've had a fair few tears this week. I felt very sorry for myself. And quite frankly, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to. My God, when you're crying in bed at 44 with a fucking bubble hat on... <laughs> You know, for a fact, it's not a very good day. It's not a very good day at all. Oh, God. Anyway, like I said, I'm feeling, feeling so much better now. Right. What I was going to... Do you know one thing I've been desperate to talk about is little kitchens, okay? Little mini kitchens, little kids' kitchens, because Roman, at the moment, is obsessed with our kitchen. Now, our kitchen is shit anyway, quite frankly, and it's going to get ripped out in a couple of years, but I kind of need it <laughs> for the moment, 
but our son is three and a half and built like an outside brick toilet and can actually, I'm not, I'm no, listen, I know I exaggerate, but he genuinely can rip a door off its hinges. I mean, that's how strong he is. So I was thinking, do you know what? I'm going to get him a kitchen. I'm going to get him a little kitchen because he's just loving kitchens at the moment. Kitchens, containers, pots, pans, utensils. I mean, good God, the amount of times that he's... We've had to move all the knives out of the drawer and put them on the windowsill because he just picks up and starts swinging them around like little samurais. It's like, oh my God, no, no. So he's so... Uh, like he, he just hasn't got any awareness of that at the moment he just wants to be into everything and do you know what so many times I'd hear that before I had kids oh my kids into everything my kids into everything my kid really is into everything I mean to the point where he will actually go into the pots and pans cupboard and take out two of the glass lids for the saucepans and start using them as symbols <laughs> it's like shit no <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he doesn't care. It's great. So I'm going to buy him a little kitchen. So I've, I've, I thought, right, look, it's going to get destroyed. So there's not much point in buying this really crazy fancy one. So I've gone back to Facebook Marketplace, which I said I was never going to do. Right? I was like, oh, I'm not going to go and get stuff. Uh, listen, I grew up with Sandra. My mother was the sort of person where you didn't have secondhand things. Don't tell anybody. It's a hand-me-down. Um, you certainly didn't wear somebody else's shoes in our house. No way. That was not allowed. You weren't actually allowed to put shoes on the table either. That was really bad luck. So, do you know what? I don't know where that comes from. I might actually do a whole episode on superstitions because I find them so interesting. And some of the shit that was said to me when I was younger by my mum, because my my grandma, my mum's mum, was very superstitious. In fact, I've talked about her quite a bit and her superstitions. But yeah, the whole shoes on a table. Was it new shoes? You're not allowed to put new shoes on a table or just any shoes. Anyway, it doesn't, that rule doesn't exist in our house. You get everything on the fucking table. <laughs> Even a dog. <laughs> no shit. You do. <laughs> I was talking about honey earlier. I've got to tell you this as well. Honey has managed to get herself up onto the dining room table, right? Which she's never, ever done. This is where I know for a fact that she's not herself and she's probably losing her marbles a bit. She's never been on the dining room table, okay? So she's managed to somehow get herself onto this. We've got like, this big wooden bench, gets herself on the dining room table. But because she's so old and her legs are knackered, she can't get herself off the dining room table. So you walk into the kitchen sometimes. There's just a little Jack Russell just stood there all confused. <laughs> What are you doing up there? I don't, I don't know, fucking idea. I can't get down though. <laughs> Obviously, she can't speak. I understand that, but this is what I'd imagine she would say. So then, you, yeah, you have to help her off the table. So new shoes or shoes on the table? No, I really don't give a shit. So anyway, yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Rome in a kitchen. That's what I'm gonna get. So I've been scrolling through Facebook Marketplace to try and get him one. And oh, people will probably disagree with me here now and pull me up on this, and that's fine. Do that. That's not a problem. I'm entitled to my own opinion, but I don't really want him having a pink one. And as I'm scrolling through, there's just loads of pink ones, loads of ones with flowers on it. And I thought, oh, I know it's going to get trashed, but I don't really want to go down that route. I just want a nice boy looking kitchen. 
That's what I want. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because there are some incredible male chefs out there. I mean, look at Gordon Ramsay. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that Roman's going to be a Gordon Ramsay three, but I just want him to have a little man kitchen, like a little cool man kitchen. So that's what I'm on the hunt for at the moment is a little man kitchen for Roman because he loves it. And he's so interesting because I've been chatting to friends about their kids. And uh, in fact, I've got another friend who's got a little boy. And he's just bought him a kitchen as well. He's bought him a kitchen for Christmas. And then, um, in fact, we were chatting about the Hoovers. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. Like, as a parent, you just... And this is how I felt anyway. I just want to buy him the coolest stuff. And I, I just want him to know that he can have whatever he wants. But it's so interesting how he really isn't asked about the things that I'm asked about. I mean, he genuinely is happy with the bags that stuff come in. I mean, honestly. So example, uh, Scott celebrated his birthday the other week and we bought him a really nice coat and it came in a lovely big bag. And by the time Scott and I went out shopping together, we got home. So obviously took the coat out of the bag and Roman saw the bag and it was like, oh, wow. He was in the bag, had the bag on his head, was walking around with the bag, everything. Absolutely loved the bag. Scott was like, fucking hell, and if I knew it was that simple. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the stuff we bought, and he just doesn't give a shit about it. But he just he just loved this paper bag. He abs- I mean, honestly, it's still going now, the paper bag. It's upstairs somewhere. But he is, just the simple, practical things he loves. Like a hoover. I mean, honestly, he's nuts about the hoover. But the hoover was ending up in the garden. He was taking the hoover out into the garden. So I actually bought him his own hoover. Oh my God, he loves it. But so many of my friends, their kids are exactly the same. Just love the hoover. And I've got one of those little cordless Dyson things. That's it. He's just playing with it. He absolutely loves that hoover. Absolutely. The mop. I mean, Roman loves the mop. So if I'm mopping the... I've got one of those mops, right? excuse me, and you sort of, it's got a mop bucket on it and a pedal where it sort of spins the mop head. Do you know what I'm on about? It's actually a really good mop, to be honest with you. Um, And he stands and watches me and then starts watching me mop the floor. But in his little head, I'm thinking, he thinks I'm doing a shit job, doesn't he? (laughs) He's looking at me to say, don't waste your time, mother, just pass it here. And so at the end of the mopping session, I give it to him anyway. And he actually is really good. (laughs) mopping the floor (laughs) so yeah he just likes this he just likes the simple things it's so interesting do you know he's obsessed with the bloody washing machine as well so yeah i've got to get this kitchen i am going to get this kitchen so watch this space no doubt once i've find i've messaged a couple of people on facebook marketplace but this is this is my mum creeping in a little bit now and it's like well don't go to strangers houses Come on. I actually bought a sand pit off there in the summer and the lady who bought it off of was lovely. I think I mentioned that actually in another episode, but yeah, she was absolutely lovely. But then even when I went to her house to pick up the sand pit, Sandra was creeping in, in my head going, oh, don't go to strangers' houses. Think of Fred West. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> I mean, he wanted a fucking toy kitchen. <laughs> So anyway, wish me luck. Wish me luck. I'm, I'm going to hopefully get this kitchen nailed by the weekend. Otherwise, I'm actually going to have no cutlery, no glasses and um, <laughs> no cupboard doors left at this rate because he's just opening them, closing them constantly. And I think he's going to rip them off. Seriously, he is incredibly strong for a toddler. 
like unbelievably strong for a toddler um to the point where when I had to take him to the doctors this week and Roman hates the doctors and I'm sort of holding on to him as the doctor's looking in his ear uh Roman knows he's got to look in his ear but he's grabbed hold of the doctor by the hand and he's just squeezing it and the doctor said to me goodness me he's got a very firm grip (laughs) it's not called Roman for nothing but he's just strong arming him (laughs) I mean he had a really good grip of him as well he was very strong very strong bless him oh I'll tell you what I have done this week Obviously, I've been in bed for like three days. I've watched some movies. I've not had the chance to watch good movies for ages. And we're, like, we're into November now. So we're getting into Christmas sort of feels now, aren't we? Um, I don't actually put my decorations up until December. But I'm not going to knock anybody who wants to put them up earlier. Listen, I get it. It's dark and gloomy at this time of year. And I love Christmas lights. So when I see Christmas lights, it's like, oh, shiny. I just think they're amazing. Uh, I love Christmas movies just as much. Like, I seriously do love a good Christmas movie. Like My all-time favorite Christmas movie is Elf, obviously. Um, I love Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, yes. That's, the, that's like a classic one. Um, Trading Places. It's not really a Christmas film, but it's like based around Christmas. It's filmed with Christmas, oh, it's a Christmas movie, it's like, how can I say this, um, in the movie it's Christmas at the time, but it's not like a Christmas movie, but it's always on at Christmas, and it's Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, and it's like my all-time favourite 80s classic, I absolutely love it, and I know every word to that film over and over again, and in fact, I've not had a chance to watch it yet, so when I do watch it, No doubt I'll be talking about it on an episode anyway, because it's a classic. If you've not seen it, it's called Trading Places. You have to watch it. You just have to watch it. Um, Anyway, there's a couple of new ones that have come on Netflix. And one of them is Lindsay Lohan's new one. Oh my God, what's it called? I think it's called Falling for Christmas. Look at me, I've watched it already and I've forgotten what it's called. I think it's called Falling for Christmas. But it's actually really good. It's cheesy. Like, that's what a Christmas movie should be, is full on cheesy. It's cheesy. It's romantic. Um, and it's good. I liked it. I really liked it a lot, actually. I, I did. Very cheesy, but I enjoyed it. The other one, my friend H told me to watch. Um, oh, what's who's in it? Brooke Shields. And I think it's called A Castle for Christmas. So if you're looking for some cheesy recommendations at the moment, I think these might tick your boxes, okay? A Castle for Christmas, that's on Netflix as well. Um, She's like, she's an American, obviously. And she comes over to the UK and stays in Scotland and falls in love at Christmas. And yeah, another, I mean, there's some seriously cheesy lines in it. Lots of cheesy pauses and some sort of, you know, some cheesy grins. I love the word cheesy, don't I? Jesus. Um, But again, it's actually, it's quite a nice Christmas movie and I like it. And there's loads of lights in it as well. (laughs) I love, I love Christmas movies with like nice Christmas decorations. (laughs) It's like, have you ever watched Home Alone? So Home Alone to me is Christmas. Whenever I watch that, it makes me think of Christmas straight away. I only ever watch it at Christmas. But Kevin McAllister's house it's just always been my favourite house ever. I just think I just love it. And I love all the Christmas lights around that house. And I love that massive garland that's on the staircase as well. And like, and all that. I just loved it. Yeah, I just absolutely love I think there is a garland on that stairs, isn't there? I think he puts it up at the end. 
Oh, do you know what? Might be another film that I'm thinking about. <laughs> Listen, I've not been very well and I'm still recovering, but Home Alone is a cracking Christmas movie. But yeah, if you've got Netflix and you, you want to watch some cheesy movies, it's called Falling Falling for Christmas with Lindsay Lohan and the other one's called A Castle for Christmas. If you watch them, please let me know what you think. I always love it when somebody watches a movie like that. I've watched it dead cheesy and they're like, oh, I've watched it. Oh, nice and cheesy. Right. Thank you so much for dropping by. And having a listen to this episode, if you're not already, why don't you follow me on Instagram? It's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, exactly the same as well, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And whatever platform you're listening on, have you subscribed to the podcast yet? So then every time a new episode is posted, bing, it'll let you know exactly when it is. And it means that you can jump on and have a listen at your leisure. Right. Have a fantastic week. I genuinely hope that you've not caught the lurgy like I have, but... Listen, we're hitting those colder months and sometimes it's inevitable. You just take care, won't you? And I'll see you very soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring and you and I are best friends now.